and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. I'm here with Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Mike is from the Relic of the Past podcast. Mike, tell us about your podcast. Give us the overview. Very good. Well, uh, first off, uh, thanks for having me on. And uh, I'm Mike Polkinghorn. I'm the author of The Joy of Extra Dimensional Spaces from the Candlekeep Mysteries book that uh, Wizards of the Coast put out this last year. That makes you like a proper actual rpg person as opposed to just people like us who are just messing around in the in the margins well he's a proper freelancer yeah and uh i'm (laughs) also the dungeon master for the relic of the past podcast and the relic of the past is a novel length tale that we're telling through a dungeons and dragons game we do a fifth edition DD game and we are uh, pretty much getting to the, the crux of the entire adventure after 250 episodes in four years 257 episodes on the last count which is really going some yeah I, I thought that maybe it would go for a couple of years and here we are four years later and we still have yeah. to do the last five levels oh, wow. so it's going to be uh it's going to be an exciting ride it's extraordinary we're at 95 episodes and i feel like we've been going forever 270 odd it's just an extraordinary achievement is your story set in a particular setting yes it's an entirely homebrew world uh that we call Faroe, which is actually a uh corruption yep. of the elves name for it of far and it is a it's almost a tolkien-like setting where the world has gone through the great mage wars a thousand years ago which nearly decimated the entire kingdom the fertile central valley was turned into a giant desert-like sea of dust and life now just clings to the what were used to be the hedge baronies around the foothills which are now the main sources of civilization and the party started out as just a collection of ragtaggle folks that all of a sudden we're noticing that their world was being corrupted and destroyed and then we're recruited by a wizard named galchabar who has been guiding them along the way as they try to figure out what's going on that's poisoning their world and then try to put an end to it and you're writing you've written this this adventure yeah that's entirely entirely out of my uh out of my imagination yeah wow <laughs> we're doing a, something that came out of dungeon magazine from 2004 an adventure path called the age of worm paizo's first go and adve- well second go at an adventure path before pathfinder before galarian before all of that and i find that enough work already it must just be an immense amount of work for you do you produce the podcast as well do you do the editing and stuff yeah i, I end up doing most of it and the social media as well so it's uh... wow and you're very active on social media at relic of the past on twitter is that right where else can people find you uh, we're pretty much available anywhere either as relic of the past or relic of the past podcast you can find us all over the place great so it's fifth edition it sounds like a really intriguing game world an intriguing setting a fully homebrew readers there are hundreds literally of episodes for you to get your teeth into so a really interesting prospect and how long have you been playing DD for mike i mean how did you get into it well junior let me tell you about the old days <laughs> i started playing back in 1970 my parents got for me the Dungeons and Dragons coloring album because I knew I liked the fantasy and science fiction and so forth. And uh, we started uh, playing with that coloring book and had a kind of a stripped down version of the game in it. And the thing just took off from there. One of our friends got the basic set and then we got the AD&D books and away we went. Well, there you are. So Mike, you and I are of the same generation. So you've played through all the editions. You've played through what basic and AD&D and everything. Yeah. uh, So we were playing basic and then AD&D and, you know, back in those days, the two of them kind of blended 
blended together. Yes, exactly. A lot of times yeah. we didn't care which which version of the rules we were using as long as we were playing. I got into yeah. second edition and third edition for just a little bit. And uh, that's where I drop out of the picture for a while. I was a senior in college and was doing my thesis and, and doing field work and all that yeah. stuff. And then I graduated and this was uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. And so the internet wasn't around. So when, when I moved to a new city to start a job after college, you know, there was just very little way to, to meet people. And then had children of my own. And my oldest son, one day when he was still in elementary school, said, hey, dad, do you know anything about this Dungeons and Dragons stuff? And we jumped right back into fourth edition and <laughs> kept playing from there. The rise of online gaming platforms, virtual tabletops, I think has transformed the way that gaming groups stick together because our experience was very similar. Although I still prefer to sit around a table, but you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's always best to be sitting around everyone together if you can at all help it. Uh, obviously, the yeah. last couple of years, we had to go remote 100% because of the way the yeah. world was. I think D&D has kept a lot of people going through the pandemic. Yeah, a chance to actually meet other people, uh, even if virtually, yes. That's fantastic. Thank you very much for telling us about the Relic of the Past podcast. Where can people find it? On the usual platforms? Yep. So you'll find us wherever the podcasts are served. And you can find the, the main page at Pool uh, Media, P-O-O-L-E Media at yep. uh, podbean.com. And uh, that's where the all the pictures are and all the episodes and all that stuff. You can find all the all the history right there. You don't publish stuff like in the background, do you? Just like most people should do. Like we don't. Yeah, well, we, we've kind of cheated there because, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll like sketch out what a city or something looks like from a distance and put that up so my players can see what it looks like. And then I'll just you know, take a picture and put that up on the website. And then also there's, yeah. uh, you know, little, little articles about all the homebrew rules that we've monkeyed around with and things like that. Wow. Okay. You're making me feel inadequate, Mike, but there we go. Um, well, there we are. Uh, thank you, Mike. Thanks for coming in to talk about uh, Relic of the Past. Dear readers, hello readers. Thanks for listening to our silly show. We're always grateful for any ratings or reviews you give us on uh, your podcast app of choice, be that Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever Lucas's weird one is, um, Beyond Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop. You can find us on Facebook. And of course, you can always email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and we will find something productive and non-obscene to do with your message. Otherwise, I have no news or information. Uh, let's push on. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Let's push on with episode 95 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Our Friends Electric. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Lucas. <laughs> the Wizard of Lucas. <laughs> the Wizard of Lucas. Right. I haven't yeah, played a wizard. wizard in years. That, okay, that's an interesting one. Mm. Next character. Hesty's in a sphere of electricity or something. Oh, yes. Oh, it's all business with Johnny. I was going to just chill for a bit and just get myself uh, set. But there we go. Good evening, everybody. Best in the land. I'm here with Dan and Graham, <laughs> uh, Johnny and Paul, and Dr. Eusebio Spider-Lucas. I haven't Hello. arrived yet. I'm not here. Oh. Good evening. Um, I need to do the thing with the um, thing. Dungeons and Dragons, don't we? The thing with the, you know, the, the game with the and people. The, dragons. the Dungeons and the Dragons, the game with the peoples. Where were we? We were um, in a oh, dungeon. We were. We, we were, were in, in a dungeon, Mike. I think we need to... Michael, I'm just wondering. My vision Michael, <laughs> if we Your secret some, vision. We were in a dungeon. Something's happened to Dan. Can somebody check on Dan? Michael. Um, Michael. Should I do a quick zip about of where we are and what you've got? As options, what you've done, what do you want? We just took a long rest, didn't we? And obviously, we, 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 we um, I just realised we attuned 
to the the ring. Hey. The um, the sphere of annihilation ring. Johnny obviously attuned while we took a long rest. The ring. Oh, you mean the the um? Is it a ring? I don't know what it is. The no, it's not a ring. The talisman, talisman of, the sphere. of the sphere. Yes, it's like a rod Which you just with gave a away was silver the hook the thing at the end of it. Yeah, obviously I just attuned to it while we took you? a long rest. You? No, no, no. He, uh, <laughs> what? Who owned? I don't know that we I, firmly established who attuned to it, but I can tell you now whoever attuned to it, apart from taking up an attunement slot. Uh, I have it in my possession, and we were discussing attuning to it, but I haven't done yeah, so yet. Yeah, I think so too. I think that that's where we got to in order Before to see whether or not you might control. I think to be honest, we didn't actually even discuss it. I think to yeah. be perfectly frank, no, I, we completely well, no, forgot I about asked. it and took a long rest without actually thinking about attuning, well, which is why I just said. What I said. Yeah, it's not come up since your encounter with the room with the giant because we moved yeah. on from there very quickly, so we didn't ooze feel the need. Thing. But you did consider attuning to it to see whether or not that would, you know, it would be relevant. And then, then we moved on very quickly down the ramp. Down the ramp into the chamber with the spider. You followed the spider into the spider's sort of shadow version of the world that you were in. It's larder or lair or part of it or something. Anyway, you followed it there. You fought a version of it in the shadow world and you followed it back because you managed to basically scare it enough that it fled back to the real world. The moment you followed it back through to the Kodachrome world, it then fled again yeah. back into the shadow. That was rather left annoying. Back where you started, you've opened up a couple of doors that led off the spider's chamber. Three doors, in fact. One to the south led to a room with a, an altar and a weapons rack, a rusted suit of armour, a couple of nooks in the wall, one of which held a statue of what you think must be Ecosiol, a very high-status windjuke. The other door led to the north, double doors. They opened out to reveal a river of what appears to be blood thundering past. Then you opened the double doors at the top of the stairs that led you into a chamber with a carpet and some other furniture and bits and bobs. You opened a door to the south and you revealed a circular or a mostly circular chamber with a depressed floor. Floating in that chamber is a ball of lightning arcing down into this floating sphere of lightning from the ceiling, from a spike set into a stone block on the ceiling, are sparks of electricity. Slightly reminiscent, actually, of the crackling green energy beam that you found in the the Shrine of Chios under the arena. Mm -hmm. On your left, just through the door, there is a metal plate. On the metal plate, there's a big dial with the arrow of law inscribed onto it pointing straight up and in set into the arrow of law design there's a little keyhole final detail floating as it were in a state of what seems to be suspended animation wearing an absolutely tiny dressing gown <laughs> is the figure of Hestitestapod he's just dangling there his Ooh. limbs hanging limp Ooh. he is holding in one hand what looks like a rod or staff of some kind doesn't look like before everybody jumps on me doesn't look like anything to do with the rod of seven parts in his other hand he is holding a stone object about the size of a biscuit tin somebody give me an intelligence check people looking into this room by the way alessandra and uncle buggy the others everybody else is sort of hanging back okay dear a nine no okay intelligence check of and Buggy gets a... 16 for Buggy. 12 for Alessandra. Buggy, all I'm really doing is just checking to prompt your memory. When you were looking into the little chamber that led to the south of the big spider room, yep. there was a couple of nooks. One of them had clearly had an object set in it that had been moved. Which was the size yes. of a biscuit tin. Mm-hmm. Yes, precisely. The object that he's holding also resembles, well, more than resembles, 
apparently is the stone object being held by the image of Ecosial that was triggered when the magic gases rippled over the walls in the statue chamber mm-hmm. and the level above you, if people can recall any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Readers, mm-hmm. can. you'll be able to remember this. It looks like that. A seal, but not a <laughs> seal. A seal of office. <laughs> this is a shame. A seal of authority, right? That'd be I much more fun. No, we're never going to survive. Yeah. And that, where's that keyhole Sorry. again? It's up, inset into the arrow design on the giant dial, which is set into the metal plate just inside the door to your left. Okay, so that's probably something associated with the spider. The spider had a key on it, didn't yes. it? We shouldn't have fought it. We should have just grabbed the key off it. Well, stuck it in there. Could be to do with that. I mean, it's all looking a little bit standard D&D, isn't it? It's like you've found yeah. a thing, you need a thing so, to um, do the thing with the other thing. So, buggy, yeah. buggy, what are you going to do? Wait for the spidey. Thought. Could do. What do you reckon, Lucas? Do I have any reaction given the fact that I'm just seeing the thing that I saw in the vision? Is there any kind of... Vision? It- does resemble oh yes of course we've not got into this have we? No. Uh, it's what you remember from the vision you saw in the pool in the cave above diamond lake right really yeah i mean it's exactly what you saw in this room although you don't remember the the specifics about yeah. things like for example in the vision you don't remember what the figure of hesty was holding in its hands but so this room was in your vision it was yeah and all this time you haven't told us uh, but he has I told you like three times yeah. I've mentioned it and every time you've all been like oh we've got more interesting things to talk about we don't want you... to know so yeah. anyway oh alright then we've got more interesting <laughs> things to talk about I don't want to know I don't know that it was quite that um, negative the reaction no we can be yes. I mean, it was no, probably it was... sorry even more formal Dr. Eusebio spider Lucas <laughs> Let's just ask Sessions what to do. I'm just thinking, now that he I actually us. see it in real life, does that give no, me any kind of like, sense oh, of danger? I remember from the vision that all view. I had to do was... Yeah, no, there's okay. no triggering. Haven't I seen you somewhere before? No, it was... <laughs> It was. There were no clues in the vision about what right. to do next, okay. and there's no immediate, obvious yeah. course of action for you to take now that you've seen your vision. Sessions, what are we doing? If you remember, though, Parker, Parker, when you saw what you saw and nobody else saw it, Hesty told you not to tell anybody else. Yeah. So Hesty clearly didn't know what you had seen. You didn't tell mm. him at the time. Yeah. Can I never tell me the future? Can I check for some traps right. before we go into this? Why are we room? going in here? We don't have the key. But we can check for traps. I'm sorry about the figure that I've used for Hesty Testable, by the way. I was running <laughs> what, out. what brought the spider around the first time? It did. Uh, it just appeared. We didn't step it into one of those wandered grid. in. You did. You disturbed its web filaments in the main chamber. Do you want to do that again, Johnny? Let's do that again, shall we? This time we've just got to grab the... Grab the key. Key, and then how do we stop it attacking us again? You hold it, I'll hit it. It won't have regenerated, would it? It might have gone back up. Well, you've had a long rest. So it will have had a long what happened, well. What was going on, Graham? Are you, what's going on with you with the weird eyes? I don't know what was going on. I wasn't there. Oh, you didn't do any spells, interdimensional spells? No, I just stood around in the room waiting and then decided I would shuffle off. And then you guys started to reappear. So what was all that about then? Good question. Yeah. Presumably some kind what of was all what about? evil projection of, of one's... Well, I'll explain the situation. An evil version of you. Yes. Projected well, into it that, looked like into an evil the version. We didn't actually know it was an evil mm. version. We're just assuming it was evil. Maybe there are evil versions of all of us on the Shadow World. Mm. Mm. To be honest, none just, of you are a hundred percent. Maybe sure. just the most mm. powerful one but came first, and the weaker ones come well, later. That's a good oh. point. 
We're yeah. back there, are we, Mike? Yeah. You should have seen me then. All I'm saying is that it's never been absolutely established, has it? <laughs> you know, certain people seem very keen to only talk to me in the broom cupboard about quite a lot of stuff. You should see the emails I get from some of you. Bloody hell. <laughs> Some people I mean, don't need filth. to be on the Shadow World to be evil, eh? So what's we the plan, got... guys? Are we just going to wait for this uh, spider to come So back? we can either try and trigger the spider, get the key, put the key in, or we can investigate this room without the key. I'm happy to see... I mean, there are other options. Well, then we can go and see other things, but... Uh... Has anyone been in the room at all? No. I think I there might be a start. I'm assuming that everybody's standing at the threshold, but, but not kind of yeah, taking it. Yeah, I was going to do a perception yeah. check to see if I can spot any traps or anything like that before I go in. Let's start with that. Why not? Okay. See if you can see anything obvious. 27. Can I see anything obvious? I mean, the entire room screams um, electricity danger to you, Paul, in a way that I don't think you really needed to make a perception check to establish. It's the perception check's more about... Well, let's take that number as a, more of an investigation check or a combination of the two. I think those two skills are a bit confused anyway. No, you cannot see any obvious mechanisms, connections, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. So there's not... There's not but it just pressure tells pads you, on the, you, on the... You, No, you can't see anything like that. You can't see anything that says... Here's a trap. But on the other hand, there's a crackling energy lightning arc running from a spike in the ceiling into a floating globe of lightning. Yes. Which to me says danger. Yeah. 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 Let's get. Let's get. Um, um, take my clothes like, off and go for a swim in the Red River. Check on that. Let's energy. get wrapped up in tin foil and dunk ourselves in water and then run into the room. Okay. Well, into the Blood River. Jump into yeah. the Blood River. Yeah. Yeah. Blood River. Wrap ourselves in tin foil. Mike. Yes. Does it look like this sphere is being powered from the spike in the ceiling? Ooh, uh, very possibly. So potentially if I did a mm -hmm. wall of force over the spike, I could mm -hmm. interrupt the flow of electricity. You might be energy. able to do that, yeah. You can do a wall of force. You can do a wall of force. Yeah. You're a bard. Yes. Bloody ridiculous. Yeah. Bard shouldn't be allowed to do walls of force. You wait until next level when I decide to take haste. You're not going to like that a lot, are you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I think I should... You all begrudge each other your new powers and achievements. Water Force is fifth level. Just the most unhealthy way Water Force possible. is fifth level, yeah. Haste must be third. 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 Oh. Yeah. Where is it fourth? I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to take it next level. Yeah. Turn myself into a hand-to-hand -hand fighting machine along with my super spellcasting, just to annoy Johnny. So you um, go up front then. Uh, well, you know. Okay, so shall I do a wall of force over the spike to try and... Uh, it's not going to work, is it? Because that's kind of circumventing the room. Well, give it a go. It's a fifth level spell. I've only got two of them. So, it's what they're there for. Is it? To use. Did we establish if there's anything on the other side of the Red River? There's a little apron of attractive sandy beach. On this side? On this side. And then the far side of the river is just a wall of rock. Can I make an arcana check to determine whether I think a wall of force will work on this thing? You think that you would interrupt the flow, the arcing of the electricity between the spike and the... Yes, but blow. does it look Assume like the spike is powering the... Like I say, it could very well be. But I mean, I think... I mean, make your arcana check, but I don't know that you have much to go on here. Well, do I recognise this is some kind of evocation magic, is it? You would have thought so. You know that the Windjukes were masters of the elements of lightning and, and wind and the air. So it's, it would definitely fit spell. with your understanding it. of the Windjukes kind of... None of us have actually kind of gone in the room yet, right? Wheelhouse. Nobody's been in the right. room, no, not yet. Mm. And the stairs that extend beyond, are they going down? The walls on the far side look a bit more rough-hewn and a little less architected. 
the first <laughs> And yes, they seem to go down, and it's dark on the other side. They seem to drop off, as in you can see the walls on either side continue. In fact, I think you can see a little bit more than I've shown you. Just give me a moment here. You can actually see. I'm going to be careful about what you should infer from what you can see. Um, but the stairs seem to drop away, and you can see a wall about 10 feet past the last step that you can see from your vantage point. It may open out to the left, difficult to tell. Just so we understand, it stares down into the room and then stares down away from the room at the far end. Is that what you're yes. describing? <clears throat> Mike, I'm going to try a wall of force. Hemispherical wall of force over the spike against the ceiling. That's a ridiculous spell. <laughs> What is Wall of Force? Why? Nothing can physically go through the wall. Immune to damage. Can't be dispelled. Are you jealous? Well, yeah, but it is concentration. Mm. I don't know. I don't think Bard should be casting that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, old school (laughs) curmudgeon. It should be a wizard. Why? A wizard. Right. It's a powerful spell. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll take your comments under advisement. Yeah. And then ignore them. Bards are a support character. They shouldn't be doing primary spells like that. I wouldn't use the word ignore, Dan. (laughs) We shall disregard. Well, it'll go into committee. Casting a hemispherical wall of force anchored to the ceiling around the spike interrupts the crackle of electricity. Uh It starts instead van de graffing against its new band. It's a plasma ball. Hopefully it's not the thing that's keeping him alive. The globe of lightning persists. Right and is seemingly unchanged. Does anything happen to Hestie's demeanour or...? Absolutely nothing. Nothing seems to change at all. (sighs) Curses. Sorry. I have to work with the guidance I'm given, and the guidance I'm given is that it doesn't seem to affect the integrity of the globe. Should we go after the spider and the key? Well, how do we go after the spider? Disrupt the filaments again, see if it arrives. Yeah, okay. I've just burnt a fifth level spell. Can we have a long rest? Yeah, but we found something out. Do you want want a long rest now? (laughs) You'll have to wait. You've had a long rest today. So your next long rest is available to you after midnight. Well, is there any way of just freezing the spider or holding it? Well, we just grab the key. We don't really want to fight it, do we? Because it's nasty. Has anyone got dimensional anchor, Graham? That's no. a good, good idea. Can you take it? I don't know. It's a good question. Let me consult. Michael, while they're discussing yes. what they are going to do, Alessandra's mm-hmm. going to head back to the River of Blood. Oh, yes. She's going to go I don't think the so, Dan. And then she's going to just poke her head a bit further in and make her way to the right along the wall. So she's going to turn right, walk along the little yeah. strand of sand, the little yeah. beach. Being very careful. I'd like to roll some perception checks just to see. Yeah, or an investigation check. Ooh, doesn't look like it's ten. a spell anymore, actually. I would say you don't see anything to give you pause. You don't see anything to... I'll make my way know. in a little bit. I'm just, I'm kind of hugging the wall, going to mm-hmm. the right, just mm-hmm. so I can see further along. Yeah. So I can see quite a bit further. 60 feet, right? Mm-hmm. You can see to your right the river runs into as it were a cavern or a passage i mean it's basically it's a tunnel yes and seems to split north and south like a little fork in the um yeah let me show you what you can see it's a bit like charlie in the chocolate factory but instead of chocolate it's blood it is kind of a bit <laughs> like charlie in the chocolate factory that's exactly right the northern branch to northern branch yeah the northern branch here we go crap northern accents yeah <laughs> seems to Why? at a certain point that? at the point where actually the, the flow divides mm-hmm. 
where it heads north, is it more foamy in the north side? Has it got a bit of a head on it? Less <laughs> it's friendlier for starters. The current seems less strong. Maybe that leads off to a sort of cul-de-sac or to a still area because it looks like there There's are eddies in the current. Okay. They say hi. And it looks like the flow may be kind of more turbulent around that divide. Okay. I want to have actually a closer check at this blood. I want to kind of taste closer to it. Does it smell? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it? It's cold. It's cold. It's very cold. It's a lot colder to your right, to the east. Mm -hmm. Quite noticeably so, actually. In fact, you're almost surprised that this river is flowing as fast as mm -hmm. it is, because it really is very cold off to your right. You think it's probably... Give me a an intelligence check. Have you got a relevant skill? What I'm kind of... kind of Alchemy. Oh. You know, I've got no, that kind I've of stuff. I've got an arcana. Just knock one out for me. Just bash out an intelligence roll. All right. Plus one on this. Oh, no. Eight. Rubbish. As far as you can tell, it's water. Water. So that... I mean, it's, it's, it's obviously very, not... It's very bloody. <laughs> it looks a lot like blood. But actually, looking at it, it doesn't seem to be quite as viscous as you would expect blood to be. Okay. Maybe we need somebody else to come in who can do a higher it intelligence check. It might just be check. red water. Yeah. But you're no expert. No. As we've just established. I will float in and... Um, have a look. On the sweepstake? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, are you going to make a similar roll? Not very good at these. Nope. Nope. All looks red to me. Again, with your five, <laughs> you're not able to add very much to the discussion. <laughs> the two of you are standing there. Alessandra is looking at this river. It's very red you, water. It's like... And you go... Mm, and cold here. <laughs> it's quite cold here. <laughs> it's cold. Cold and Ooh. red. I Have think, you noticed yeah. it's flowing faster in one place than it is another, but it's very red water. I think with my five, I probably failed to notice it's flowing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Okay. <laughs> in that case, well, that, that was boring. I'll head back. Yeah, that yeah. was. That is not exactly the Discovery Channel, is it? Let's let's head back to the others. Let's head back to the others. Whoosh. Do we still have spider filaments? You do still have spider filaments, yeah. Shall I twang a few? Yeah, go on. You want to twang a bit? I'm going to twang. In that case, I'll, I'll go around here. <laughs> oh, I see. There's just people's miniatures seem to be moving very rapidly into different I shall, places. Okay. I shall walk into the spider room from the opposite corner to where it appeared from originally, and I shall twang a filament. You can twang away, and... Nothing seems to be... Nothing happens. I mean, it's very difficult. Let's not speculate. Dr. Spider Lucas, what do you think is going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that speaks volumes. It is, if it is the real Savio Doctor, Savio Spider Lucas. He's fairly compostmented at this point, is he? No. Oh. You all right there, Lucas? I'm fine. Paul, do you have, like, <laughs> roguish abilities? Lucas says, I'm fine, in just such a way yeah. calculated to communicate the fact that he's yeah, not fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Sorry, Graham, what was that? Do could I have... you, uh, like, pick the lock of the key thing? Highly unlikely. I could give it a go. I shall make my way over to the lock. I will cast Guidance on you. Oh. Let's talk about this wall of force. Yes. Does it have a set duration? Ten minutes. Ten minutes, yeah. And you're going to stand there concentrating on it. May as well, until there's something else to do. What's the yeah. purpose of picking the lock when the door is open? Hey? No, the well, lock we, don't, we think is controlling the lightning. I'm not sure that your appreciation of the situation is 100% No, obviously not. Yes. Clearly not related to the door. There's a great big dial set into a metal plate on the wall just inside the oh, door. I missed that. Inset into the dial is a keyhole. I see. I'm really not with it What tonight. an amazing room. <laughs> Who would live in a room like this? <laughs> Should we search the room? Search this room? Yeah, we're in. Gonna... 
Start searching the room. Um, yeah. Who's searching the room? I'll Buggy search. is searching I'll... the room at the top Buggy of the stairs. In... What? The room with the carpet in it? Oh, that the room. one we're in, yes, the carpet one. There's a small statue of an armoured wind duke, his left hand resting on a sword, his right hand held up to shield his eyes. But statue seems to be made of gold. It's sparkling blue gems for eyes. Mm. There's a beam of bright light shining onto the statue from above, seemingly from nowhere. The walls are carved with bar reliefs of Wind Duke servants bowing and soldiers saluting. And there's an elaborate carpet covers the floor, but it is badly worn and the colours have faded. Only small patches of the complete pattern remain. Have we looked beneath the carpet? Nobody's looked under the carpet. Let's roll up a bit of the carpet. There's floor underneath it. Purple has cast detect magic in this room and did not detect any magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. So, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. You know, Search the walls. Great Search play. the walls. I mean, really, a great guy. Yeah, give, me some, wall, uh, give me some investigation checks. Let's abstract it. Just give me a set of investigation checks for all of you. In... While you spend a little bit of time checking out this room. Let's have a look at the numbers that we get. We've got, I can see some... 19 from Sessions. Nothing. There you go. But we've been through the we've been through the mechanical process of you rolling dice to represent the fact that I could have just told you know. Okay. But I can now tell you now that you've rolled some dice that there's nothing. Okay, so you're gonna have a go at this dial thing. Yeah, I'm gonna attempt to pick the lock. Um, what were you gonna? I was gonna cast guidance on you. So if you attempt a an ability check, yeah, you get some bonus. You That'd get to nice. add a d4, and I'm rolling at plus seven. And tell me precisely what you're doing trying are you yeah are you stepping into the chamber <laughs> this is look at i just we're just seeing yeah again Roll 20. the miniatures the miniatures are scurrying of, our, of the cover. other members of the party dear readers are all being moved very rapidly away from where this is happening or are you leaning from the threshold of the room in and sort of craning round to try and address this mechanism does somebody want to uh, if i if we get a rope does somebody i'll buggy, step we, into the chamber first if we need to test brilliant. this out there we go. You go and step in the chamber first, and I will oh, so wait. Parker, Parker. I'll wait around. Going to step into the what? Step onto the steps. Yes. Oh, oh, heading down into the room. I'll wait yes. around and the corner. I'll start going and having a look round the walls. I love this. The moment that you do so, Parker. Mm-hmm. Love this. Thought so. There you go. Fearless. The spike the on the ceiling crackles into life and delivers a shockingly large bolt of lightning at the inside of the wall of force you feel that the inside of that wall of force has basically saved um, your bacon saved you from turning into bacon in fact <laughs> green bacon oh. green oh, well done dan. green bacon well done, dan. Yeah. unsmoked bacon there you go dan the moment did you i not mention in, that, that i was... stopped concentrating on it <laughs> sorry uh, i forgot to mention not too late dan <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got an instant now where you could, you know. I mean, it's gross. Bards shouldn't have spells. That's no, that's gross. true. Let's imagine that I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, Mike. I'm really sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I think Johnny's right. Dexterity yeah. yeah. think, think save. Good it? conscience. It's in the rules, but <laughs> yeah, you've got to also be led by your heart. What does your heart tell you, Parker? You're just a punch bag, basically. Yeah. That's basically. Anyway, Parker is fine. Parker treads where others fear. Has protected him, but clearly right. there was a relationship between standing in the room and this electricity spike monster thing. Not monster. Oops. Sorry, <laughs> inadvertent. In which case, uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. step up to the lock and try and pick it. Step up to the lock. Yep. Now I've moved in. I will continue to search around the walls while. Yep. Uh, well, if you're in the room, <laughs> every round, <laughs> every every six, weirdly, yeah, every six, every six, every, every six seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. every six seconds. <laughs> This spike goes bonkers and starts 
crackling out arcs of energy which you both feel would be aimed at yourselves but for the fact that the wall of force is protecting lovely parker you can start searching around don't stop no concentrating props. dan <laughs> session starts tickling there yes <laughs> should we start with parker or or alessandra alessandra's gonna roll her check to pick the okay oh that's a good roll yeah it's a very good roll so that's a 27 you feel that you have been faultless in your mechanical execution of the technique required to pick the lock, yet nothing changes. You have been unsuccessful. Your sense mm. is that you were never going to be successful, that there's probably some kind of arcane component to this yeah. mechanism that you are unable to affect. Okay, well we're learning. We're learning so We now know we do need the key thing. Yeah. Parker. Gonna step Parker. back out again. What are you doing? Doctor you say Well while this um, wall of force is still being protected, I'm going to go once around the walls of the room and search and see if there's anything. Why don't I tell you what you can see when you get to the far side of the room because there's nothing else. I think I'll come with you. There is a staircase. How many rounds You can see Hesty Testapod, by the way. It's definitely Hesty Testapod. I mean, you can Mm. get right up aquarium style. You can peer into the globe and see his uh, Testapods. Bearded, barely covered form. Is he breathing? He's very careful, by the way, where you stand. Otherwise, you might get a bit more. Um, <laughs> you might get a full view of the uh, the testicles. Are the are the testicles twitching? Or is there any signs of him breathing? Yeah, he's or sad. I mean, <laughs> is he pleased that's to see how us? you know that he's definitely under the influence of some kind of ensorcelment because the testicles are entirely immobile. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Yeah. They're normally so active, like a dog's tail, bouncing around. They are how you know, happy yeah. little things. Exactly. <laughs> a little cheery duo. <laughs> <laughs> but no. No. Nothing is moving. But Parker, you can peer at the globe, uh, yeah. either one of them, and nothing is going on. The staff that he's holding looks like the staff that you've seen him yeah. holding before. You think it's just his kind of wizard's whatever. Does he look like he's in pain? Uh, or does he just look like he's immobile? He doesn't look like he's in pain. His features are frozen at a moment of extreme shock, surprise. Electrocution. Possibly. He's in a state of stasis, not unlike the apostolic scrolls as they sat on the altar in the Shrine of Chios. Yeah. All right. I'm going to head down the stairs. Which stairs? The further stairs. On the other side. On the other side. It's interesting on the other side. uh, And I'm going to look around. around When you say head down the stairs, perhaps you want me to describe what you see when you get to the top of the stairs before you you get too confident. Go on then. We want to get into one of those situations where it's like, never done that. What? Never. There are stairs leading down and they end at a pit. It's a five foot quite steep set of narrow steps. Yeah. I'm presuming that you've not stepped onto them. No, well, I'm flying, you see, so that's okay. Are you flying? Well, I don't want to be the bookkeeper here, but you flew out of the... Yes, um, have we had a rest since then? A long rest. Oh, uh, no, I've got another two hours before I can use them again. So you're not flying, but you're also not on the steps. Yeah. They run quite sharply down, but from where you are peering at the top, craning over to see further, Mm -hmm. your dark vision tells you that the floor at the bottom of the steps is 40 feet below the bottom step. Oh, okay. Okay, good to know. And it is sparkling with an intricate pattern of scarlet tiles that create a swirling mosaic. There might as well be a big, like, rotating red light. Don't fucking go here. The clacks on, going... But hey, you know, I don't write this stuff. No. Okay. 
All right. No, no, we haven't finished. If you want something that's really going to sound like you shouldn't be going there, a set of metal rungs drew from the wall just below the stairs. Right. Mm. Won't be using them anytime soon. You can also see that there are two hallways that extend out of the room at ground level as you peer down at this pit. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can get down there using these ladder rungs. And at the bottom, it seems to open out and split a northern fork and an eastern fork. That's what you can see. Right, okay. Shall we... Move on through to there? Or no, I think we need to get this bloody key sorted. Yes. I think that's the only thing to do. I'm going to head back out into the carpet room, north to the carpet room. Parker, are you hanging around in the um, lightning room? No, I'll come back out again there. Okay. And what are you, twanging some strands? I think we need to. <laughs> the actress says Should we all go into spider room yeah. and twang some strands? I think we can roll forward a little bit. You don't seem to be able to summon the spider through a... He was also upstairs, wasn't he? ...concerted twanging. The spider did appear upstairs, yes. When you first arrived, the spider appeared and then vanished off again into a little um, funnel of darkness. Why don't we go back up? Yeah. Get the sphere of annihilation. Sort out the room upstairs. Yeah. And maybe more rooms mm. upstairs. Yeah. And then... Basically, I think the spider is probably recuperating, so it will come back when it's refreshed. Yeah. So yeah, I think that sounds that like a good idea to we do that. Okay. Be my vote. Right, going back upstairs. Oh yeah. Okay. Heading up the slope. Yep. You close the door behind you on the room with the giant. What's it in it? With the yep. gloop. With the gloop. The black pudding. Are you collecting or yourselves around that door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The gloopy oh, room. We don't seem to have Uncle Buggy with us. Sorry. There you go. Doesn't seem okay. to be in the front. I will hang back. Let the primary fighter front. go out the front. In the rear front. Oh, right, okay. Is the door clear? <laughs> Have you done your bit, Paul? Done my bit? Well, it's a, you're going... Uh, Johnny's been asleep, hasn't he? Yep. Big I time. did doze off a bit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> big time. You don't know where they're going. They're I, going I, back I, I missed all that come. bit down the other end. Sorry. You certainly did. I know. They're heading back, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Back. Okay. The door that you've already been <laughs> so through. Just to I thought your chin had just quiet, dropped a bit. Eh? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm at the front. That's not the front, though, Johnny. Where is the door? We're not yeah. going that way. Let's move maps. You don't know how things stand, but as you left it, you'd, you'd banished this giant black pudding <laughs> thing, whatever it was, <laughs> off to right. another dimension. Sessions heard it return, yeah. he thinks. What about the doors on the western side of this chamber? I don't think we looked through those. Shall we have a look? Which chamber? The silent, silent gallery, gallery. With the black pudding. But it's entirely academic because you haven't gone through the first set of doors into the chamber with all the stuff in it. Is somebody going to open the door? Yeah, okay. I'll open the door into this silent gallery which has the black pudding Let's at the bottom. Let's roll for initiative. Johnny. Mm, low number. Sorry. Okay. Actually, I wouldn't have done that. 16 sessions. 13 for purple. Bugraft? Four. Four. Alessandra? Ten. Parker, what'd you get? Eleven. Buggy, you open the door. The room is still lit by this strange light from these strange chandeliers. This large black sphere is still hanging between them. But the moment you open the door, this great pseudopod of black ooze snakes up from the floor below. Sessions on 16. I see the pseudopod, do I? You see the pseudopod. I can see all of my friends, so I summon the spirit guardians immediately. Okay, fine. I, I yep. will also step forward five feet. Towards the room? Yes. So I'll step past Burple and Alessandro, so a little bit closer so that the spirit guardians lick their way into the room, yeah. providing a shield for the guys at the front. Boople Hoopish on 13. 
do you want to do, Boobalhoopish? Um, Are you still concentrating on the wall of force, by the way? No. Okay. <laughs> this lightning comes out the corridor behind us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the moment you stop concentrating. Homing lightning. Can I see this pseudo pod? Yeah, you can. These pseudopods are rearing up, swaying, looking predatory. I'm tempted to burn my other fifth level spell. I mean, nothing would make me happier. Would it? <laughs> are we trying to fight this thing, or just is it necessary to fight this thing? I think it would clear out the room, yes. Oh, sorry, I'm going to do synaptic static. <clears throat> synaptic static. <clears throat> yes, which is an intelligence save DC 15. Intelligence save? Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm taking a wild guess here, but I suspect that this thing's intelligence save is not award-winning. Getting a... Oh, hold uh, <laughs> up, 16. No. Let me just double Tell check minus that two. No, it fails. It oh fails. Oh, my God. Oh, Marvellous. Okay, oh my so God. it takes... I'm going to burn a, a... What's it as well? Bloody so, hell. So that's uh, 35 points of damage. Nice. And the target has muddled thoughts for one minute. During that time, <laughs> it rolls a D6 and subtracts the number rolled from all its attack rolls and ability checks. Ugh. <sighs> As well as constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. What can I tell you about what effect you've had on it? None. Well, no, you have. You have. Just not. Is it resistant to psychic damage? I mean, how do you tell? (laughs) Right. Mm. The whole thing is just mechanical. But let's just briefly imagine that this whole game is meant to evoke and convey a set of fantasy ideas and tropes and adventure. How do I describe the effect of psychic damage, right, on an ooze? (laughs) Yeah. It looks unhappy. Maybe it sags a little. It's a bit. It's feeling a bit dark. <laughs> right. Maybe it sighs. Maybe, maybe it, maybe it, it ripples kind of, less energetically. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of a sort of... Right. Um, packer on 11. How far away is it from me? The pseudopods. Yeah. It's five foot to the railing of the gallery. Yeah. And a, probably another five to ten feet what, out so of the middle of the feet. chamber. Yes, but they are protruding from the floor which is 15 foot below you oh but you've got the yes but i've got 15 foot range just when i thought yes we wouldn't have to endure no. the sooner we start the sooner it's over and done with it's like visiting the dentist that's uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this won't take long you may feel a mild discomfort it will a nine no a 14 that's a hit seven points of fire damage yep 20, that's another 6 that's points hit, of fire damage. Yes. Then a 22 is also hit for 8 points of fire damage. And while I'm about it, it can yes. take yep, another yep. 6 points of damage. Okay, yeah. That's, yes. There that, you go. Rather like a man trying to empty a swimming pool with a teaspoon, <laughs> Parker has... Yes, well, 27 feel. points of damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 27 points of... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Throw oh, yes. him to the floor. A little bit Sandy, of damage every time. baby, it's time for your turn. <sighs> Someday, far away, you will cheer up, you grumpy fucker. <laughs> Where I am standing at the corner of the corridor, I am Mm -hmm. Dan, aren't I? I can't see it, it can't see me. What I'm trying to do, and I might need some guidance on this, I'm trying to get myself in a position where I'm attacking from a hidden position. And I've been checking out the hiding hiding rules, and it's very unclear. Yeah, A, they're awful, B, don't bother. (laughs) 
Really? Because this thing doesn't have eyes, right? Yeah. You don't have any sense, Sandy, that this thing depends upon any kind of visual stimulus to know where you are. So it's... It doesn't mean that it knows where you are. I'm just saying I'd that... I'd like to try and find a position where I can hide from it and then attack it. Right. So how do I do that mechanically? i tell you what. Give me a straight intelligence check. Straight intelligence check. Well, we don't have these okay. monster knowledge dungeoneering skills in fifth edition. Uh, no. Something which I think no, is no, a... No, no, no. It's just less... We can sorry, end the conversation before, now. Um, sorry, before Paul actually does anything, can I actually make yeah. a move on my round? Oh. 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 Well, Picky. this is most irregular. Fine. We'll have to put it we to the, the song. <laughs> we've taken the piss out of the name. We've had a going nowhere discussion about something that Paul thinks is relevant and isn't relevant. Not relevant or relevant. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you, Paul. Well, what? Yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah. I am going to move around the gallery to the far doors on the... Um, the west side. West yes. side. West side. West side. So I'm about... <laughs> I must be about 20 foot away from it at that point. Some of it, most of it, yeah. Let's return to Sandy. I'm just going to move up the corridor, standing five foot back from the entrance to the gallery. The result of your intelligence check, Alessandra, was you're not quite sure how this thing senses. So you don't know quite what you'd have to do in order to hide from it, because clearly... If it can sense me through something else other than sight, hiding is impossible. Yes, Okay. Yes, uh, and you don't know any better because of yes. your two. Okay, I will move up to five foot back from the entrance to the room, and can I see it? Yes, these two pseudopods are swaying aggressively. Uh, Marvellous. In your view, yep. In which case, I'll just take a longbow attack at it. Hitting um, plus 27. Is a hit? Obviously is a hit, yeah. Doing seven points of damage. Your arrow goes into it and that is my row can't do anything else this thing I mean it looks like it's actually taken quite a bit of damage Mm -hmm. albeit psychic damage and fire damage and Mm -hmm. your little arrow thing that was going on there yeah but it doesn't look like it's in terrible trouble right it moves it heads south towards you all and then it clambers up into the corner so that it can reach Parker and Buggy taking a d6 off these numbers is that right uh, Bonds yes first attack on Buggy don't think we need to worry about that. Rolls two and on Parker. Does it? Um, it rolls a ten. It's gonna miss Parker. When it strikes at Buggy, doesn't it enter the Spirit Guardians? I don't know. If you have somebody who is in the Spirit Guardians, yep, yeah, and Parker punches somebody protected by Spirit Guardians, does Parker take Spirit Guardian damage? It's lashing out with pseudopods. They're basically fists. Yeah. It's not as straightforward as it moving into a space. Enters the area for the first time on its turn or starts its turn there. It's not entered the area. Some of it has, surely. Mm-hmm. It's got to travel through five foot of the Spirit Guardians to get to um, Buggy. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I will find it in your favour, but I think there's more to it than this. I think I would say that we would peer very closely at the word move. It doesn't say move, it says enters. Okay. Sort of the same thing, I suppose. You don't enter a room when you put your hand across the threshold of the door. It doesn't matter because it's all we, Obviously, I'm going to in your favour. I suspect it's such a corner case that we're never going to come back to so it. So, wait a minute. Anyway. You're saying you don't enter a room when you put your hand through the threshold of a door. What part of your body 
has to enter the room then. I'd love to have this discussion, <laughs> but I think we're taking... Dear readers, I'm sorry, we're not going to get into this. But the base of the creature is not in the Spirit Guardians. That's what I would say. Not necessarily deliberately, but it is left slightly ambiguous. And we could get into it, but we don't need to, because I'm going to find in your favour. The pseudopod, when it enters the area of the Spirit Guardians, it makes its saving throw. Wisdom it DC 16. It has to make it... Well, it's, it fails the saving throw. How much damage is it? 14 points of radiance. Radiance? Radiant. It may have learned a little bit of a lesson there, or more likely, it sends me a strongly worded email about my interpretation of the rule. <laughs> I suppose the, the analogy would be if that area was a fire, yeah? Yes. A raging fire, by putting your hand in the fire, are you affected by the fire? Or You're preaching to the choir, Graham. I understand the point about interacting with something which is dangerous, but at a certain point, you have to adjudicate using the terms that the rules gives you. But let's not get into it because I found in your favour. Yes. Yeah. I was just offering. What's annoying you is that I've said I found in your favour, but that I haven't said that I agree with you and you're right. Correct. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, we're not going to get into that. We're going to find in your favour because I'm friend guide storyteller. And then we'll have a think about it another time, but we're not going to slow We already have said everything well enough. Lucas, does Parker yes. attack with his hands? Well, precisely. I mean, it <laughs> just gets complicated. There's a danger that we get into all sorts okay, of things. Let, let's, that, let's not get into yeah, it. Right. Strikes, we're done yeah. with him. Uncle Buggy on four. Uncle Buggy. I'm so sorry. Uncle Buggy. Uncle Buggy. Do you think lightning damage affects it, anybody? Hello? Mm, something... Um, there's the something that's of a not group of good people who have just got in the backs of their minds that mm. one of these creatures gets yeah we don't know. split or yeah one or yeah. Get, sorry thunder damage did I say, you did say I mean thunder damage <laughs> okay I think thunder oh, your thunder probably, sounds pretty good I mean okay yeah. I'm going to do Legending a shatter spell at third level I'm going to use my wrath of storm to maximise the damage so he takes 32 points of thunder damage constitution save to half that's okay. good I suspect it's got a decent constitution Gross. save it has got a very Gross. you're good not even a primary save. spell caster you shouldn't <laughs> be allowed to do that yeah i'm a core i'm a core cl- i'm a claw um cleric you're a claw you're a claw you're a claw cleric is a core class this is undignified a core spell what's class. the dc of the saving throw 14 rolls at 18 am i <sighs> taking d6 off saves what's the deal it's a d6 off attack rolls and ability checks as well as its constitution saving throws you made oh that sorry as well as its constitution saving throws to maintain concentration i should say but not its constitution the target saving can make an intelligence in saving general. throw at the end of each of its turns ending the effect on itself on a success yeah well i forgot to do that so yeah, i should me. have mentioned that before maybe i should have yeah. remembered it doesn't matter it's got so many hit points none of this stuff is going to make a difference <laughs> It saves, Buggy. It takes half of 32. Fine. It wobbles. It's not unhappily. sort of organic, inorganic material, is it? I guess it's sort of organic, isn't it? Where are we going with this? Well, he gets disadvantage if he's made of inorganic material. Oh, I see. I think it's a living thing. Okay, and then um, if I step back away from it, am I going to get attack of opportunity, do I think? It depends on how much it liked that damage from the Spirit Guardians. Oh. Again, we're bumping up against the rule. So every time you attack, you have to take Well, no, but we're not going to get into it now. I found it in your favour, but there are no, holes all over this. There's well, more no, no, holes it in wouldn't this like than that. First time it enters in its turn. It's not every time it enters. Right. Oh, that's all right then. Um, the only damage it wants around. Mm. The logic being that it was reaching into the area to cause damage with its fist. It takes damage, mm-hmm. but it doesn't take damage if it does exactly the same thing as a reaction in somebody else's turn. 
yeah, then it's the weird yeah. um, things start to sort of unravel at that point. Let's not peer too intently at it and just push on. You suspect it would get an attack of opportunity on you, buggy. Yeah, it's leafing through its player's handbook as we speak, and the subreddit <laughs> around spirit it dissolves guardians. armor, doesn't it? It's going to eat my magic armor. Yes, because that's what it's. Um, remember what it's been doing to my arrows. Right, so I'm going to move back. Okay, well, it is going to swing at you and take a d6 off this. Ooh, gets an 18. What do I take off? 3, 15, and uh, 22. Yeah. First of all... Dead, uh, but not forgotten. It does the following damage. Um, wow. No, 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 don't worry. No, no, no. Uh, wow, as in that's less than I was expecting. Nine points of acid damage. Mm -hmm. Are you wearing armour? I am wearing plus two plate. Half plate. Uh -oh. Not anymore. <laughs> You're fine. <sighs> I can't remember if it doesn't affect magical armour. Always nice to hear the rest of the party. Does it feel like it's dissolving my Wholeheartedly magical armour? Wholeheartedly <laughs> falling behind. What? Does it feel like it's sort of dissolving my magical armour or it didn't really affect my magical armour? You think that the magic of your armour is protecting it from being dissolved. Ah, okay. All right. On we push with this exciting combat, which I personally <laughs> am tiring of, with <laughs> sessions on 16. Wow, yeah. Mm. I think sessions will summon the crushing coin. You can see its pseudopods rearing up, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bash with the crushing coin. Ooh, armor class 26. A palpable hit. It's force damage, right? Five Isn't points of force damage. damage. And I think I will just step... Well, I mean, you can't really, do, you can't really tell if that made any difference. Step back to next to purple. Okay. Not quite sure how Buggy's ended up at the back of the party. I'm looking round as I'm doing uh, that and just shaking my head in disbelief. Oh, it's okay. I'll be at the front in a bit. I'm just um, regrouping. Just coming. Just be there in a minute. <laughs> purple on 13. Boople de hoop. Basically, strategically, at the front of the front of the back. The front of the pack. The up of the front. Yes, the front going front in the opposite the direction. The yes, his normal front. No. I would like a saving throw from the creature, please. Dexterity save. DC 15. Again, I suspect that its dexterity save is not award-winning. It is not award-winning. DC what? Where? How? Where? 15. What? Anyway, failed. What happens? Fairy fire. Oh, lovely. Snore. And I shall take five foot Concentration? Step. It is concentration, yes. Back to Buggy, and I will shake my head in his face. Yeah. In a very down quite and far I will to do go that. tut, tut, tut in That's a very nice. way. Back on 11. Well, I will just bash it. With your, the, with your the flamey fangs, the flamey prongs. fangs, with uh, the flamey fangs, so. flamey fangs, flamey fangs. So ten ladies miss, and gentlemen, right? will you give a warm, a hot slipple welcome? <laughs> ten is a miss. Yeah, that's a miss. Yeah, okay, of and no, that's okay. twenty-four. Must be a hit. So that's four points. Yes, I don't like this rolling the damage together, but okay, four points. Of course, uh, you can't nine tell. Is a yep. miss. Nine is a miss, yes. Nine is a miss. 21 is a hit. That's six points. 21 is a hit. And yeah. it can mm -hmm. take another... Can it? 10 d10 with a one. Oh, 10 d10, that would be impressive. So that was one. four, six, eleven points of damage in total. Well, I mean, again, yeah. I, I, Not I'm great. trying to be... I'm, no, I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. I feel like a primary school teacher. Well done, everybody. But <laughs> it's, everybody I mean, you can't really tell. It's just this giant wobbly blob of ooze that you're picking away at with all your mm. stuff and you can't really tell whether or not you're causing it any real trouble. Did you roll anything else Parker before I no. move on? You sure? Yes. 
Sorry, no, like, oh, do you mind if do I... You, do you mind if okay. I just... Um, did you roll at advantage at all? No, should I have done? Yes. Fairy fire. Fairy fire. Oh, I didn't know about the fairy fire. That's, what what you do? That's because you don't listen to my sick. rounds. That's Every one of my rounds no, is I, gold. gold. Pure gold. <laughs> <laughs> if that is the case, then I get two more rolls. You do. At advantage. Yep. All right, go on then. That's a hit. That's another seven. That's a... Yep. 19, that's another 4. So another 11 points. And we move on to... Sandy, your round. Do I need to move up further to be able to see the thing, or...? I think you can see the pseudopods, I'm saying. Right, longbow attack, then... Hitting... Well, I don't need to attack again. I suppose I could see if I... I'm class 27. There's no point in you getting a critical if you're not going to gumble. Uh, not going to so, gamble. Not going to... We're going to have to think about gumble, because we're not doing it anymore. But nobody ever gambles. All right. Sessions always gamble. Nobody ever gets a bloody 20. That's why. So, anyway, I think we should get Talabir in to do the job, if we... Anyway, I'd rather miss Talabir. 11 points damage, but because I'm firing at advantage, I also get sneak attack. Mm-hmm. So that's 29 points of damage. And then I'm going to... S- Yep. Step back behind Buggy, and I'm just going to look at him and shake my head. Going, oh, God. Are you? Yeah. Oh. That's an interesting thing to you to have done. Because when you step around there, from down the slope... Mm. Scuttles the spider. You hear... It has always seemed self-evident to myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Self-evidential concepts are evidenced by resident elves, or at least by resident elves, those which chime and thrum with the energy of the first chord struck on the first day of the tuned strings of the first web, a resonant sound still in my eight-lobed mind. What is that tinnitus? In any case, it is of a pitch too high for mortals to perceive or receive or deceive. Eyes before E's except after C, and eyes before ears except after B's which are damnably stripy at the best of times, and I think we would all be much better off without them. Thank you! And the spider scuttles out of the dark funnel web and attacks, and we'll find out how much trouble you're in as Spidey joins the fight when we pick things up next week. So I was at the front after all, but I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) More through luck than judgment. No, I knew. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. A Gathering of Winds and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. A Gathering of Winds was written by Wolfgang Bauer. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! In a world headed for disaster, five strangers with mysterious pasts are thrown together by the winds of fate to try to stop the unseen forces that threaten to destroy their world. Join Creval, a dragonborn with no memory and no past, who is the first of the barbarians of the mountains to be seen in a thousand years. Cotter, a penniless paladin, running from something or someone in his past. No one the only tiefling monk the kingdom has ever seen, who has been expelled from his monastery for reasons he has not revealed. Adri, 
his monastic companion who hides some deep dark secret she cannot reveal, and Arlen, once a simple farmer, until some mysterious event manifested sorceress powers in him. They must travel the length and breadth of the kingdom of Faro, searching for the disparate clues that will help them unravel the mystery of the failing of their land, while trying to hold together the unraveling threads of society's weave threatening to come apart at any moment. They will have to battle nature, plague, politics, and even the forces of the underworld as they attempt to discover and defeat whoever, or whatever, is attempting to poison their world and throw it into chaos. Relic of the Past is a novel-length story told via a clean, custom, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons game. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever fine podcasts are found, and at poolmedia.podbean.com.